Welcome everyone to today's Ohave Torah Daf Yomi Shur. Today's Shur is Daf Dalid. We will begin on Daf Gimel Bet at the words Klein Be'ama Bachisha. It's four lines before the wide lines on Daf Gimel Bet. Says the Gemara, Amat Kilaim, the Ama of forbidden mixtures in planting. When we said that that type of ama has to have six tefachim, what halachot is that relevant to? The Gemara answers, It's relevant to having a bald spot in your field, and for a path that goes through your field. In both of those things, we're doing it with six. The Gemara will explain how each one works. Karachat and what does it mean, karachat a bold spot in your field of climb? There's a rule as follows. If a person has a vineyard, a big vineyard with all, all full of vines, each one spread four, each row spread four amort apart, and in the middle there's a bold spot. If the bold spot is a certain size, then you'd be able to plant another crop, let's say wheat, in the middle of the bold spot. So Bet Shemai says, the bold spot has to be 24 amot in order to plant something else in it. Bet Hillel says, no. The bold spot only has to be 16 amot square in order to be able to plant something else in it. And a path that goes through the vineyard. Let's say you have, let's say you have a vineyard and you want to make a path through it. And if the path is a very wide path, then you'd be able to plant something else in the middle with a four amot in between. How big does the path have to be? With four amot of a border in between your vines and your other crop. Now, how big does the middle have to be in order to be able to be allowed to plant another crop? There's a machlok about that. That's called machola kerem. Bet Shemai Omrim Sheshes Amot. Bet Shemai says it's 16 Amot. Bet Yedel Omrim Shtemes Amot. Going to Bet Yedel only has to be 12 Amot wide. Now, 12 Amot wide, just to give you a path, if you have a path going right through the middle of your field, let's say Ocean Parkway would be your um, your vineyard with the, the, the service lanes being full of vines. Now, Ocean Parkway itself in the middle would be a would be blank. That's part of your that's your path. So then if Ocean Parkway is across, let's say, uh, according to Betelel, which is twenty-four feet across, then you'd be able to have leave a four amort border in between the vines and the middle. And in the middle of the thing, in um, the four amort in the in the eight amort in the middle you'd be able to use, you'd be able to plant. And according to Bet Yilel, on the four amor in the middle, according to Bet Shemai, in the eight amor in the middle. Okay, that's called Mecholakim. We explain. If you have a vineyard with a uh, bold spot in the middle, there's no uh, planting there. And according to Betelel, if there's no 16 amot, you can't bring any other thing there. If there are 16 amot, then you can put as much as you can, as long as you leave a 4 amot 
border around it that's empty. You can plant other crops, let's say wheat, in the middle. What's called the path in the vineyard? In between the vineyard and the border. If there's no 12 or more like Betelel, you can't bring any other crop there. Beautiful. If there are 12 amot, then you could do as much as as you want over That's called Machola Kerem, which goes around the vineyard. Beautiful. But there's another law. We had now, so we had just said that all these things are only, uh, are only, or all six amot, six tefachim in each amah. There's two types of amot we said. Abaya had told us before that there's two types of amot. There's a five and a six. Five tefachim amah and a six tefachim amah. And we said that these ones were strict and we're doing only the six tefachim amah. That's what we're telling you till now. So it says the Gemara. Yes, it is a strictness for these two halachot. It is a strictness to use the six amah. And that's why the, the Abaya had said that when it comes to Klaim, we're using only a six because it's a strictness. But here there's another law. And in this halacha, it's not a strictness to use the six, the six tifachim amah. It's actually a leniency. And that's the law. Of Ritzufim Baal Ba'amot. If you have uh, a person who has a vineyard with no breaks in between. There are, in most vineyards, in between the strips of vines, there is a break in order to let the land rest. There is a break. And that break is usually a four amot or more. Four amot or five amot in between the rows of... Um, in between the rows of vines. Now, there is a halakha that one opinion holds that if you, let's say a person in his vineyard would cram his vines together and he puts the vines two amort apart instead of four or three amort instead of four, then we look at it as not a regular vineyard and according to one opinion, Rabbi Shimon holds, we'll see inside, let's read inside. Dilekula, as it says, that's not we learned in the Mishnah and Klayim, if you have a vineyard that has less than four amot in it, it's not a kerem, and therefore, since it's not a kerem, you don't have to separate four amot from it. It's not a normal kerem. And the reason how the rabbanim say that it's a kerem, why the chachamim say it's a kerem, because they say, ignore any any vines that are in between the rows. And therefore, you, we look at it as if there's four more in between. That's the Chachamim's version. But either way, we see that for this law, according to the Bishimon, the measuring the four amot, if you measure the four amot with a six, that's a cooler, that's a leniency. Because if so, then even if it's a five, we'll say that it's not a keren until it's six. And that for that using six is a leniency. So says the Gemara. Kirabanan, you're right. Abaya must hold like the Rabbanan. The Amri have it kerem. He's holding like like the Rabbanan who say that it's a kerem. And therefore, it's not a problem. He, he's he is going 
for he is doing a, str- a stringency because he doesn't have that law. According to him, there's only two laws by Klein that are relevant, and this halacha, the last halacha of litzufim bar ba'amot, is not a law for him because he doesn't hold it. He holds like a hamim. Ibayit ema, second answer you could say. You could say leolam kribi shimon really holds like kribi shimon. Virov amot kamar. And when he said that there's six, he's not saying that every law is six. Really, of course, when you measure in between the rows to measure how far apart it is, you measure four amot with a five amma, with a five tefachim measurement. And when we said, oh, that all the kilaim are six, we meant rov. Most of them are six, but you're right, this one's five. That's the second ibaitema. Now, all this was abaya. Let's understand Rava now. Rava Mishmeder of Nachman, again, Rava is learning the same in, this, in the name of the same rabbi, but he's understanding the two, the yes, that of course there are two types of Amot, but they're not, but when I, he doesn't agree with the five and six ones, he's saying that they're all six, but the, the different way to measure them, do you measure the tefach with your fingers close together touching, or do you remember, measure the tefach with your fingers spread apart and with a little space in between? Says the Gemara. Rav Mishmeder Rav Nachman says, Kol Amot, all the Amot, whether Mavui, Sukkah, or Klaim, Be'ama Batshisha. It's all a six Tefachim Amah. Don't get, get it wrong. Don't listen to Abai. He got Rav Nachman wrong. He says that they're all six Tefachim. Ela, Shehalal Shohakot, Vahalalu Atzavot. One are loose ones and one is tight ones. And according to him, all, they all have the same rules. Klayim and whether it's Klayim or Sukkah or Mavoy is all the same. Metivi, we ask a question on, on Abaye. We have a brighter that seems to support Rava because it says, Kol Amot All the Amot that the rabbi said, sounds, all Amot sounds like everything, and it says, Bama as long as as long as all the Amor are not exactly the same. Now, this sounds like they're all six. Now, according to Bishlam, according to Rava, beautiful. When we said they're not the same, they can't be equal. So that's referring What were they trying to say? They're all six, and some of them are loose, and some of them are tight. That's exactly what, what Rava said. But according to Abaye in the name of Rav Nachman, this is a question. How can we say they're all six? I thought, I thought Abaye said, some are five and some are six. Says the Gemara, Amar Abaye, had Abaye been alive, he would give you the following answer. Ema amat klaim ba'amat batshisha. When it tells, when, when, when the brighter tells you that, you misunderstood the brighter, you have to cha- tweak the brighter a little bit. And don't say that they're all Ba'amat Batisha. Say that the Klaim is the Amat Batisha. Now, if you're saying Amat Klaim, Amat Batisha, Rashi explains. What would you do with the words Shalayu Mechuvanot? I thought they are Mechuvanot. So Rashi explains when we. Which means that the word mechuvanot, the same, means don't put them tight, make them loose. It's not telling you they can't all be the same like the way the other rabbi learned. It means make them loose. So says the Gemara. So he said, 
says, says, that answer that you gave me, that you're changing it to Klaim, and only the Amat Klaim, but really Sukkah and Mavui have five, that the answer you gave me doesn't work either. Why? Look at the Seifa. The Seifa says, Rashbag Omer, the Seifa that's very, very same bright, it says, Rashbag Omer, all the Amot that the Rabbi said, According to Rashbag, Beklaim is Bamat Pashisha. Now, Rashbag is arguing on the first rabbi. And he says Klaim. So if he's saying Klaim, then the Bamat Pashisha, as long as they're not tight. So we see that he's the one who's saying Rabbi's opinion. And the first rabbi was not saying that. So the Chachamim are not like that. Michlal Tanakama, Kolamot Kamad. That means the Tanakama, when he said Dinzik, they weren't saying like, like uh, Abaya might have been claiming. Uh, means Kolamot. Uh, Kolamot shall climb. No, it means Kolamot real. Kolamot of Mavuin Sukkah also. Because Rashbag is saying Kolamot climb. So the Mori says, you're right. Abaya wouldn't answer that, that answer. He'll say a different thing. Amalak Abaya, Abaya will tell you back. Vulavni Ika Rashbag de Kai Kavati. Okay, you're right. So if there's if there's Rashbag in your Brighta, so Rashbag goes like me. Another Ami Rashbag. You're right. I'm against the Chachamim. The Chachamim is saying they're all six, but I'm going like Rashbag, who says that some are six. That I'm going like Rashbag, who says that all the Amot of Klaim are six, but Sukkah and Mavu are five, and I'm cool. Amalach Rava. Rava will say back, Rashbag. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, I skipped something. Anadam Gashbag. Le Abaya, according to Abaya, Vadai Tanaihi. We have to say it to Machloka Tanaim because Abaya cannot fit with Tanakama. But Le Rava, but according to Rava, Mi Lema Tanaihi, do I still have to say that it's a Machloka Tanaim? In other words, do I have to say that there's a Machloka Tanaim and that we are going against Rava? Because over here, sorry, uh, do we have to say it's a Machloka Tanaim and Rava who said, that all of them are six is like Tanakama, and he has to go against Rashbag. Do we have to say that? No. The Mordecai doesn't say not necessarily. Amalach Rava. Rava could say, I go like everybody. Rashbag, ha, I tell us, really? Rashbag holds like me, and Tanakama holds like me. So if so, why would Rashbag, why would Rashbag say only by Klayim? Rashbag sounds like he's saying only Klayim is six. Says Gemara. Emet. Uh, he's tell, uh, Rashbag, Rashbag is coming to tell you Amat when it comes to Amat of Klaim don't make them tight that's all he's saying don't make them don't make them tight but really he's going like me so really Rava, Rava fits like both Tanakama and Rashbag Tanakama fits exactly like him and according to him Rashbag is just coming to tell you which ones should be like me, Rashbag is really not arguing on Tanakama. He's just coming to tell you that the Klayim is the one that has to be the big ones. And according to Abaya, no. He says, no. There's a machloket between Rashbag and Tanakama, and I go like Rashbag. So the way it works in the machloket is, in summary, Rava holds that when I told you the rule that everything, all the Amorah 6, everyone agrees like me. Tanakama says exactly what I says, what I said, and Rashbag was just explaining Tanakama, and he's telling you that the ones that have to be big are the ones for Klein. And that's according to him. Rabbi says, no, there's a machlok at Rashbag and Tanakama, and I'm going like Rashbag. 
says the Gemara, Amat Klaim Lo Tzim. So let him just say, Amat Klaim Lo Tzim Tzim. Ba'amat Batshisha Lamute Mai. What's he coming to exclude? Why does he have to say Ba'amat Batshisha Lamute Mai? What's he coming to exclude over there? After all, what else is not like that? Meaning. Why does he have to say Ba'amat Bat Shisha? Which other things in the world don't have Shisha? Says the Lemute Ama Yesod. The answer is that there's the Ama of the Yesod of the Bet Mikdash, the foundation of the Mizbeach in the third Bet Mikdash, which in Yechezkel they discuss, and it seems like those Amot are going to be a five Tvachim Amot. And that's why we said Amat Kilaim, and we didn't say all Amot. Because the Khtiv it says in the Pasuk in Yahaskel, the Elam we thought it was Ba'amat Ba'amot, Ama Ama Batefach. Which means the Ama that are there are the big ones. The Khekha Ama, the Ama Rochav, the Gulas Vasaviv Zedakad, the Zegav Zbeach. All these things are the small ones. And now what are those things that are the small Tifachim? Ama without the Ama Vatofach. What are these things? Khekha Ama. That's the foundation of the new Mizbeach. The Amat Rochav Zesovev. That's the area on top of the Mizbeach where the, where the Kohen will walk around. That's the, the size of the horns of the Mizbeach. Gavazbeach is the Mizbeach Hazav, and the Gavazbeach is the top of the Mizbeach Hazav. All those four things are measured with the five Ama, with the five Tvachim Ama. And when they said only Kilayim, they're coming to exclude these Mizbeach things that are the five. So in summary, let's just summarize what happened. According to Rava, there's two types of Amot. I'm sorry, there's, there's Ama Shochek and Ama Tzimtzamtzem. All of the Amot are Amat, uh, Ama, the ones that are strict are Mitzamtzem. Kilayim is the Shochekot. And uh, there are some that are not shochek or some there are only five, and those are the ones in the Bet Mikdash going forward. That's Rava, and Abaya says there are five and sixers, and the Sukkah and Mavuya five, and the Klaim ones are the sixers. Says the Gemara, Amrav Chiyabarashi Amrav Shiurim. So Rebchia Barashi is going to say a point that's going to last till the end of the daf. We're going to clarify him and talk about what he says till the end of the daf. What he's saying is as follows. Shiurim are measurements. Chatzitzin are things that are impediments. And mechitzin are mechitzot. The rules of these measurements impediments and mechitzot are all halachal and Moshe Messinai. When something is halachal and Moshe Messinai, it means that there is, it's not listed in the Torah, it's not the Rabbanan, it's not the Orite, it's not in the Pasuk, it's actually part of the tradition that Moshe Rabbeinu told us when he came down from Har Sinai. Now, Shirim are the measurements. All the measurements of the Torah, you need a kazait for this, you need, uh, you need a, a two yards for this, you need whatever measurements we need for a mikveh, for whatever we're doing, those are the shiurim, those are the measurements of the Torah. Those things are halakha Moshe Messinai, according to Chia Barashi. 
in the name of Rav. Also, the chatzitzin, the fact that someone could have their hair tied together and then they can't go to a mikveh, or the fact that a person could have a cast on his leg and he can't go to a mikveh, that's called the chatzitza, that also is halachal Moshe Sinai. And Rukhi Rashi is saying that a mechitza, that you have a ten tefachim mechitza, it separates between two different areas, that's halachal Moshe Sinai as well. The next Gemara will now challenge that and will say that really each one of these things seems to have a basis in the Torah until we prove Chia Barashi actually correct in all three things. But that's the schedule of the next Gemara. So this is the Gemara as follows. Shiurim deoraitahu. You want to claim that all the measurements are from the Torah? How could it be? I'm sorry. How could it be that you want to claim that the Shiurim deoraitahu? And we're going to bring a pasuk where the words in the pasuk are indicative that each one is there to teach you another measurement. Says the Gemara as follows. The, the pasuk talks about a land of, of wheat, seora, gefen, um, grapes, teena, figs, rimon, pomegranates, eretz zechlem, a land of olives, udvash, and date, honey. The Gemara is going to go through each one of these and show you that actually each word in this pasuk is actually hinting to a different one of the measurements that are all uh, that are actually all over the Torah. And we'll go through it now. Erzchita. What is chita, the word chita, coming to teach you? Lechidetana, like we learned in the Mishnah. Amar of Hanan, this whole pasuk is for Shirim. Chita, the word wheat. The Chitetan is teaching you about the halacha and the Mishnah. If you go into a house where someone has leprosy, tzarat, when you walk into that house, you're supposed to get Tameh immediately. And your clothes get Tameh not immediately. We'll see in a second. So, if he goes in, if you go in and you're holding your clothes on your shoulders and your sandals and your rings are, are in your hand, in the palm of your hand, so you're not wearing them, then everything's tame immediately. The, the instant they walk into the building, they become instantly tame. But if he was wearing those clothes, and the sandals are on his feet, and his rings are not in his hand, but rather on his fingers, then he gets Tameh right away, of course, just like before. The hand, but then, since he's wearing the there is clothing, they're not Tameh. Till you wait there the following Shi'ur of time. How much time? How long it takes to eat half of a loaf of bread. Now, what kind of bread? Depending how good the bread is, will depend how fast you'll eat it. If the bread is tasty, you'll eat it faster. So we say, Tasty bread, which is wheat bread and not barley bread. There, there's, there you see the wheat coming in as part of the measurements because it's wheat bread that we measure how long it is. And uh, now, of course, if you're eating it, if you're nibbling it, it's different than when you're lying down to eat it. So we're saying mesiv. You have to be lying down and you're, you're doing nothing but eating. So therefore it goes quicker. If you eat bread plain, it goes much slower than if you eat it with tahine or if you eat it with salsa or some other dip. So we have to measure it when you eat it with a dip. Regardless, we see that the word chita is being used as a measurement. Seora. 
How is the word seora in the pasuk being used as a measurement? Titanan, we learned in the Mishnah. Etzim kiseora. We know the rule is that if there is a dead body in a building, the entire building becomes suffused and full of tuma, and the Kohen must leave the building immediately and is not allowed to enter the building. What size corpse can make the building tameh? Now, of course, a corpse is bigger than a seora, but let's say a piece of a corpse gets detached from the corpse and it goes into the building. If the piece is less than a barley seed, then the building is not tameh. If it is the size of barley seed, it does make a tameh. So we read it inside. Magav, of course, touching it, masa, and lifting it, and ohel, it's not tameh if it's less than that. Gefen, where do we see grapes? And we say, When a nazir is not allowed to drink wine, how much wine is he not allowed to drink? It's a eat of wine. That's how the grapes come in. Says the Gemara, flip the page, Te'ena, how do figs come in? Can you go get it? We know when you carry on Shabbat. If you carry out something the size of a kezayit, you are not chayav. Because that's too small. Unless it's the size of a fig. Okay? Rimon. What's, where do you see a rimon being used for a shiur? Like we learned in the Mishnah. Kol kle balat batim. Shiuram kirimonim. Every utensil of a balabite, shiuran, the size is kirimonim, which means a keli can accept tuma in ohelamet only if it's a complete keli. Once a keli is a broken keli, then it could be in the ohelamet and it's still tahor because it's not a keli. Only a keli can become tameh, not a broken keli. Now, how do you determine if something's broken or not? After all, one guy could say, hey, it's broken, it has a tiny crack. Another guy will say, that's not broken, you can still use it. So the Gemara says, if it's a kele balebatim, which means it's not a commercial item, it's something that's used in a house, then people end up, people end up using it longer than one would use it if you in commercial settings. If in a commercial setting, a guy will throw out something with a little crack. But in a household setting, you might say, oh, it's got a hole, but I could still use it for other things. So, a kili balabait shiuram krimonim. Unless it has a hole the size of a pomegranate, you will not say that that thing is considered broken. We'll say the guy will use it to store other things. The guy has a a bowl with a crack on the bottom. Okay, so I'll, I'll put my rimonim in it and I'll st- make it a rimonim container. But once it's got a hole that rimonim come out, then we say it's completely cracked and it's tahor in an oil emit. And it's zet shemen, a land of olive oil. Where do we see olives being used for shirim? And it's shekol shiurea kizetim. It's a land that all the shirim are kazaites. kol shirim You think they're all kazaites? Uh, Some of them are not. What about the Rimonim? What about the, the Chita that we just mentioned? Not every single Shi'ur is a Kazayit. Rather, what we meant to say was, we meant that this is a land that most of the things is Kazayit, 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 like a Kazayit of Chazir, a Kazayit of Tinumah, all the other things we're talking about, they're all Kazayit. Almost, almost them are, almost all of them are Kazayit. Rov, Shi'ur, Kazayit. Divash, what is the point of a date? Date honey? A person who eats on Yom Kippur the size of a kotevet, which is a large date, that person is chayav for eating on Kippur. Says let's figure it out. So again, let's sum up the question. Now, the question is, 
Rechia Barashi had said that the whole point of this pasuk is to teach you all the shiurim. Um, no, I'm sorry. He said that the shiurim here we see pasukim that seem like the deoraita. How can you say that halachal moshe misinai? Answer the Tizbara. Explain to me. Shiuran mechtav chdivi. Are these chitas ora uh, measurements written in the pasuk? These pesukim are rabbinic pesukim. That's asmachta to connect the halachal Moshe Sinai to the pasuk. But in actuality, the only halachal Moshe Sinai. So Rashi is okay. Says the Gemara. Chatzitin. Also, the impediments on a person's body. These are deoraita dechtivas. It says that a hot cold beside of mind. It says you have to wash all your body in water. Now, when you go in a mikveh and you're wearing a kest, not all your body is in water. So therefore, therefore, the word kol besaro is actually teaching you the rule of chazitza. So how can you say it's halachal Moshe Sinai? It's a pasuk for the hot cold beside of mind. Shlo yeh kol devar chazitz ben besaro lamayim. And the pasuk says b'mayim with water b'memekveh kol besaro mayim shkol gufol and from the word kol besaro we learn that it has to be water that your whole body can go and has to be a big enough body of water v'kamein how much is that amal abrum gimavot one amal square by three amot by three amot tall v'shiro halami memekveh memsa and the rabbis figured out memsa but either way we see that all these things are. Deoraita. As answer, you're right. Those things are deoraita. You're right. That your body has to go in is from pasuk, but that your hair has to go in the mikveh. It says besaro. How do we know that if a lady dips in with long hair, and her hair floats to the top of the pool, and it's not completely in the mikveh? How do you know that that lady didn't consider she dipped in mikveh? When a lady goes to mikveh, there's always someone to watch to make sure that all her hairs are not out of the mikveh. So how would you know that? That halacha is not from that pasuk. That must be halacha of Moshe Messina, I think Mara says. Okay, so now Rukhiya Barashi is cool because he, he, when he said it's halacha of Moshe Messina, he's saying that because of the hair. Beautiful. Says the Gemara, Kedirabba Baravuna, Dama Rabba Baravuna, because Rabba Huna says, Nima Achat Kishura Chotzetet. If you have hair that is tied together, so we, we have to figure out if the water could get into the knot of the hair. In the knot of the hair, can the water penetrate? So that Chachamim say it depends. It depends how many hairs are knotted together. If it's one hair, knotted together, that knot is going to be very, very tight, because it's a very small, thin thing, and the water will not get in. But if you have three, and a chotot, if you have three hairs knotted together, it's not a chatzitah, the water can get in. Shtayim, if it's two, any odeh, we don't know. That, that halakha is halakha Moshe Messinai. Ask the Gemara, se'aronami deoraitahu, here's also deoraitah, the time you learned in the Brayta, but a chatzit kol b'salamamayim, Et, the word et, the extra word, Hatafilip, so it's talking, talking about things that are ancillary to the body. Vizeho sa'ad, that's talking about hair. So the hair is also pasuk. We're stuck again. You know, his mind says, you're right. Ki you know what the halacha Moshe was talking to Chiyabarashi? 
לרובו ולמיעוטו ולמקביל שאינו מקפיד רק רבי יצחק. It's called רק רבי יצחק, who gives us a famous rule that's relevant for a woman who dipped with a mikveh with a chatzitah, with an impediment. So now the rule is as follows. If a person dips in mikveh and his entire, her entire body is covered with something that covered with something, or most of her body is covered with something. Let's say she paints her body with paint, and she goes into the body, into the mikveh, with most of her body, let's say from her chest down, covered in paint. There, it's rubah, it's covering most of her body. And it's paint that she doesn't really want on her body. So then, we would say, She's not yotzeh. That's a chad Let's read it inside. If it's most of your body and it's paint, it's chotetz. If she's not makbidalav, let's say she's putting a spray tan on herself. I got a question about a lady who was doing a spray tan. She was spraying the spray so she looks tanned. She doesn't want to get cancer. She doesn't want to sit in the sun. But she sprays this thing on and she looks tanned. She wants to know, could she go in the mikveh with this spray tan? It's a, it's a big problem in general. Don't, don't learn any halakha from this uh, class. But we're assuming she's not mocked, but she likes the spray tan. She likes the fact that she looks this. So that, that would be rubah, covering most of her body. And she's not makbid on it. She likes it. The rabbis made a gezerah on a lady with a spray tan all over her body. Because we said, if, a, if the rabbis allow you to go in with the spray tan, you might also go in with the paint next time and say, wait, if I can do the spray tan, I can do the paint. And therefore the rabbis made a gezerah on the spray tan because of that. And the rabbis made a gezerah on a lady with paint just on her hands because we're afraid if she has paint only on her hands, She'll go in with paint all over her body. Because she'll say, last time I went in with paint on my finger, it was okay. What's the difference? It's all in my body. So the rabbis made a gazette out and paint on the hands because of the boy. Good. So now the Gemara asks, So one of the rabbis make a gazette on Miotosh and Omakpid. One of the rabbis make a gezerah on spray tan on your hand only. Because we're afraid that instead, if we let you do spray tan on your hand, you might do paint on your hand. Inami, or maybe we should make a gezerah on, on, uh, on uh, spray tan on your hand. Because maybe if you do spray tan on your hand, you might end up putting... Uh, spray tan on most of your body. Mara says, no. He gufa gizera. That itself is only gizera. Meaning those two things, either spray tan on your whole body or paint on your hand, are gizera themselves. So therefore, those things are those things are um, uh, not asur at all. Spray tan on a hand. But anyway, it comes out that these rules of Rubo Makbid and Rubo She'enu Makbid, those rules are the Halakha Moshe Messinai that Chiyah was referring to when he said that Chatzitzin Halakha Moshe Messinai. Says the Gemara, 
Mechitzot, the Oraita didn't know that we attacked the last one. Mechitzot, the rule of ten tvachim mechitza, that's also from the Torah. How do we know? The Amar Mor, we have a state saying, Aron Tisha. Now, before I do this, you have to know that there's a statement that rabbis say that Hashem, Moshe, never went up all the way to the Shamayim. He stopped ten tvachim before he got to the Kisiyah Kavod. And Hashem never ever came down to earth. The Gemara says, What do you mean? Uh, didn't we say that Hashem spoke to Moshe me'al hakaporet? He was in the, Hashem came down, as it were, whatever that means, kaviachol, and he was me'al hakaporet, on top of the kaporet. If that's true, then Moshe Rabbeinu, then Hashem was down on the floor. The Lord says, no, he came up to tent of Achim off the floor. Now, and therefore we see that a mechitza. When you, to separate yourself from something, you need ten tefachim apart. Because we learned, Aron tisha, the Aron was nine tefachim tall, the Kaporet, the Kaporet was a tefach, that's ten, and since Hashem never came down, we see that a Mechitza is ten. According to, the reason why Rechim Barashi said this rule of Mechitza is only according to the Yudah. The Amar who says, Amat Binyan, the Amot that we use for Binyan for building in the Mishkan, was Ba'amat Batisha, that's a regular six Amat. Amat Kilim, the Amat of Kilim, Ba'amat Batisha, it's only Amat of five Tevachim. Now, if that's true, then when we tell you that the Aron was an Amat and a half, an Amat and a half is only seven and a half. Tivachim. Seven and a half Tivachim plus one for the Kabbalah is eight and a half. So therefore, when Hashem came down to that, Hashem came down within ten Tivachim. According to that opinion, we cannot learn it from the Torah. According to the says they were all the same. What could we say? So for that rabbi, he'll say, and when we say the mechitza is the oraita, we meant that for the, the halachot of good asik, mechitzot, raising mechitza and sukkah, we're going to come to that soon. Lavud is connecting things that are less than three talking about, that's halachal Moshe Messinai. And dofan akuma is extending a wall through a skach pasul in the roof, which we're going to learn a lot more about in Masechet Sukkah. We're ending over here, five, six lines from the bottom. Haya gavoa mesimama. Baruch Adonai le'olam. Amen ve'amen. Anyone who would like to sponsor a future edition of the Ohave Torah, Har Lebanon Shi'urim, please contact Mr. Kalman Carl Pindek at the following number, 732-539-7. Thank you.